Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Numbers 11, the people complained. Now the people became like those who complain of adversity in the hearing of the Lord. And when the Lord heard it, his anger was kindled. And the fire of the Lord burned among them and consumed some of the outskirts of the camp. The people therefore cried out to Moses, and Moses prayed to the Lord, and the fire died out. So the name of that place was called Taberah, because the fire of the Lord burned among them. The rabble who were among them had greedy desires, and also the sons of Israel wept again and said, Who will give us meat to eat? We remember the fish which we used to eat free in Egypt, the cucumbers and the melons and the leeks and the onions and the garlic, but now our appetite is gone. There is nothing at all to look at except this manna. Now the manna was like coriander seed and its appearance like that of delium. The people would go about and gather it and grind it between two millstones or beat it in the mortar and boil it in the pot and make cakes with it. And its taste was as the taste of cakes baked with oil. When the dew fell on the camp at night, the manna would fall with it. The Complaint of Moses Now Moses heard the people weeping throughout their families, each man at the doorway of his tent, and the anger of the Lord was kindled greatly, and Moses was displeased. So Moses said to the Lord, Why have you been so hard on your servant? And why have I not found favor in your sight that you have laid the burden of all this people on me? Was it I who conceived all this people? Was it I who brought them forth that you should say to me, Carry them in your bosom as a nurse carries a nursing infant to the land which you swore to their fathers? Where am I to get meat to give to all these people? For they weep before me, saying, Give us meat that we may eat. I alone am not able to carry all this people, because it is too burdensome for me. 
So if you are going to deal thus with me and people kill me at once, if I have found favor in your sight and do not let me see my wretchedness. 70 elders to assist. The Lord therefore said to Moses, gather for me 70 men from the elders of Israel, whom you know to be the elders of the people and their officers and bring them to the tent of meeting and let them take their stand with you. Then I will come down and speak with you there and I will take of the spirit who is upon you and will put him upon them and they shall bear the burden of the people with you so that you will not bear it all alone. Say to the people, consecrate yourselves for tomorrow you shall eat meat. For you have wept in the ears of the Lord, saying, Oh, that someone would give us meat to eat. For we were well off in Egypt. Therefore, the Lord will give you meat, and you shall eat. You shall eat not one day, nor two days, nor five days, nor ten days, nor twenty days, but a whole month until it comes out of your nostrils and becomes loathsome to you. Because you have rejected the Lord who is among you and have wept before him, saying, Why did we ever leave Egypt? But Moses said, The people among whom I am are 600,000 on foot. Yet you have said, I will give them meat so that they may eat for a whole month. Should flocks and herds be slaughtered for them to be sufficient for them? Or should all the fish of the sea be gathered together for them to be sufficient for them? The Lord said to Moses, Is the Lord's power limited? Now you shall see whether my word will come true for you or not. So Moses went out and told the people the words of the Lord, also he gathered 70 men of the elders of the people and stationed them around the tent. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and spoke to him, and he took of the spirit who was upon him and placed him upon the 70 elders. And when the spirit rested upon them, they prophesied, but they did not do it again. But two men had remained in the camp. The name of one was Eldad and the name of the other Medad. And the Spirit rested upon them. Now they were among those who had been registered but had not gone out to the tent. And they prophesied in the camp. So a young man ran and told Moses and said, Eldad and Medad are prophesying in the camp. Then Joshua, the son of Nun, the attendant of Moses from his youth, said, Moses, my Lord, restrain them. But Moses said to him, Are you jealous for my sake? Would that all the Lord's people were prophets, that the Lord would put his Spirit upon them? Then Moses returned to the camp, both he and the elders of Israel. The quail and the plague. Now there went forth a wind from the Lord, and it brought quail from the sea and let them fall beside the camp, about a day's journey on this side and a day's journey on the other side, all around the camp and about two cubits deep on the surface of the ground. The people spent all day and all night and all the next day and gathered the quail. He who gathered least gathered ten homers. And they spread them out for themselves all around the camp. While the meat was still between their teeth, before it was chewed, the anger of the Lord was kindled against the people, and the Lord struck the people with a very severe plague. So the name of that place was called Kibroth Hatava, because they were buried there they buried the people who had been greedy. From Kibroth Hatava, the people set out for Hazaroth, and they remained at Hazaroth. I know we've read and heard many stories of people who aren't uh, really grateful for what God has given them. And you see it with the uh, Israelites, uh, especially as they're wandering through the wilderness with Moses. They complained a lot. And a lot of people will focus just on this time. They'll talk about how you know God freed them from bondage. And as soon as they were out, they, they started talking about, well, at least we had food and water there. Or 
whenever they're giving, being given manna every single day to eat provision directly from God because they were hungry. They, they complained about it and said, well, where's the meat? You know, the old saying, you don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Well, I think that uh, we do a lot of pointing fingers and, and looking at this story and we fail to look at our own life. I think that many times that we find ourselves ungrateful. We don't realize that God's the one who gives us everything we have. I know people who've, who've told me, well, as soon as God gives me more money, then I'll have more money to tithe. And I say, no, God's giving you the amount that you're supposed to tithe from. And if you're trusted with that, he'll give you more money. It's reverse thinking. We need to be obedient first, and then you can enjoy and see the blessings that God gives after. But once you have seen and tasted those blessings, you can't take it for granted and, and just sit and desire more. You need to be thankful for what God has given you. And uh, as Paul put it, you need to be content. Be content. Happiness goes a long way. And if you truly have the happiness or the joy that comes from the Lord, no one can take that away. So pursue that joy. Pursue a heart of gratitude and especially a heart of gratitude towards our Father, towards God who has given us everything. Father, thank you for all the blessings. Thank you for those blessings that we've thanked you for before. But also thank you for the ones that we've failed to show any kind of gratitude for. I'm sorry for the times that I've complained in saying that you haven't given me enough. You know exactly how much I need and you know the growth that I get whenever times get tighter, when things get a little bit tougher. You know that as I put my faith in you and trust in you, you always get me through and I always come out stronger on the other side. So I'm so thankful for that and that your promise that you will never leave or forsake us still has been kept perfectly to this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today. And I hope that uh, that blesses you either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to, to spend with your family uh, some time around God's word. And uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts, or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, but again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.